Welcome to the War on Peace, um, a very controversial uh, political podcast. This is your host, Moron Gabisi, and today we'll be talking about a very controversial topic. Currently, that's very... I don't know how, how to explain this one, but it, it is a very dangerous talk, topic to speak about. So, um, nevertheless, let's get straight to it. It's going to be a fucking amazing show. So, let's get to the beginning of this topic. So, basically, the conflict started when... Uh, President uh, Yanukovych of Ukraine, then President Yanukovych of Ukraine, um, on tw- on the twenty first of November, twenty thirteen, suspended all pre- pre- preparations for the implementation of a- an association agreement with the European Union. And while well, that then it, the decision sparked mass protests from uh, from proponents of the agreement. So basically, uh, Yanukovych, um. He was a bad man. Let's let's just say he was a bad man, and uh, basically after all this, the, the year after, um, in the Ukrainian revolution, he was removed from office. So basically, the, um, his decisions caused a revolution and uh, a conflict they are not able to control. So basically, um, Ukraine separated. So, uh, like, let's get. From the to the separation of Ukraine, um, Ukraine declared itself an independent country on the twenty fourth of August nineteen ninety one, and the communist, you know, uh, so so Soviet Parliament of Ukraine proclaimed that Ukraine would no longer follow the laws of the USSR, and only the laws of, of the Ukrainian SSR. De facto, clear uh, declaring, you know, uh, Ukraine's independence from the Soviet Union. And so currently today, um, Ukraine is occupied by Russia, and as of today, Russia continues to illegally, illegally occupy uh, Ukraine's autonomous Republic of Crimea, which is around um, 26,081 kilometers squared, the city of Sevastopol, 864 kilometers uh, uh, squared, a certain area of Donetsk and Luhansk, uh, regions around seven seventeen thousand kilometers squared, and or like around seven point two percent of the ter- uh, territory of Ukraine. So currently, um, what we do understand, Russia uh launched its well planned armed aggression against Ukraine. On the twentieth of February, twenty fourteen, with the military operation of its armed forces on seizing a part of the Ukrainian territory and Crimean Peninsula. So, what my opinion on this is, I think Russia, you know, it's it's a very powerful country, let's say, and um, they like to state and prove their dominance, no matter where where it is, whether it's in the West with uh, America and the Cold War, or it, it's neighboring countries like Ukraine, or it's in the Middle East with Palestine and Israel. So basically, um, it's an ongoing conflict, and the Crimean Peninsula is basically where it is. And the result, it's uh, Russian troops to take over Crimea and see and they uh, seize the military units with the twenty fourteen annexation and the renewed conflict in twenty sixteen, and the. So basically, the renewed conflict in twenty sixteen was a, was when Russia 
basically, um, you know, went dig deeper, and yeah, dig, dig deeper. And the November twenty fourteen ex- escalation was when mass protests in Ukraine broke out, and then that led to the, the uh, Viktor Yanukovych uh, getting removed from office. So that was a large, large, and that was uh, as well in time with the Arab Spring. So, you know, a new news was that Putin, uh, President Vladimir Putin of Russia, he pulled troops off um, the Ukrainian border. This came in April 2021, and it was was a fucking controversial decision because the decision that that to make such a large army and and an occupation where you've already occupied 7% of land uh, and illegally, from your border, it's it's a controversial, and I don't see why. Um, it's not it's not a great tactic, is it, from Putin? I think since the U.S. came in to mediate the uh, the conflict between Ukraine and Russia, I think there's been some backing off from Russia, and this led to you know um, a little bit, not exactly peace, but um, rest, a rest of war and. Uh, Currently, you know, Ukraine isn't free from Russia. It, it well, it is. It is an uh, independent state since 1991, and uh, it established a partnership with NATO in 1994. So it is an independent country, but currently is being illegally occupied by a much larger military, a much larger state, and a, a state that has funded uh, their military hugely for and knowingly famously funded their military for the past century since um world war one probably so it's 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 a very unfair similar to the israeli-palestinian conflict which this uh, this has started to show early signs of similarity for and you know the crimean situation it's um Ukraine is a second world country and it's never been considered a third world country. It's a country formerly under the control of the Soviet Union. It's cons- it's basically considered a transitional country. Other other like other countries in Europe that are a former part of the Soviet bloc, so basically Bosnia, many other countries. Um the Russian Ukraine relations are very are getting very ugly and Russia's in the past four weeks, you know, um, Russia's actually escalation to the Ukraine border has been high since, but although the drop back from President Putin in April and the Russia's passport ploy is yet uh, like the there's a passport ploy that from Russia, it's another assault on you on Ukrainian sovereignty and who owns, um, um, uh. Ukraine, basically, but I think uh, a problem for Putin right now is uh, Alexei Navalny, the upcoming, you know, uh, activist. Let's say, and he usually would would assassinate uh, people like Navalny that that um basically uh, threatened power for him. But this time he couldn't, although he tried. There was, you know. Poisoning, uh, poisoning situation with Navalny and uh, situations like that. Um, Navalny, Navalny lived 
and now he's too famous to get assassinated. I think that um, if if Putin does plan to assassinate him, or the KGB does, it's it's um, it'll become a problem for Russia. You know, it it'll become a problem of diplomacy, as you know, the United Nations probably will get involved, and that is not um, trust me, that is not of like a, a a great standpoint for the Russians. As well as the NATO allies, so basically the United States, France, UK, now all of the NATO allies, um, wouldn't really, as uh, as we know from history, the the United States love to get intervened into um into conflicts for supposed peace, but I think the United States is always looking for more than peace and looking for a way to supply themselves as we saw in the Gulf War of 1990. But back to the topic of the conflict in Ukraine. Um, so basically, Russia's defense ministry ordered the withdrawal of um, some, Rus- uh, some Russian forces near the, uh, near the Ukrainian border. And um, it, Ukraine st- uh, still says, still, still, still says Russia has 100,000 troop troops near its borders. And... Um, it, it, it is getting ugly for the Ukrainians and it is looking a lot like a very clear, very, very, very clear fucking uh, illegal op- occupation. So usually what, what Putin would do is, um, I think Putin will continue to illegally occupy Ukraine, although showing that he's stepping back and showing that he's um, running out of resilience and running out of um, firepower. But I think... President Putin is too smart and his government is too smart to not keep occupying the Ukrainian territory and uh, you know it's a gr- there's growing violations of a ceasefire and a massive uh, Russian military buildup is near its border but really what's behind the conflict is you know um, Russia of course it's it's like the United States of the east basically it controls everything and it's the it's it's not uh for example how um the usa is the leader of the free world supposedly and whoever is the president of the usa is the leader of the free world but same as how russia is leader of the eastern the eastern world uh with china so they basically control control the well basically what what ha- what's happening is Russia controls basically anything to do with military um, and China, the Chinese, of course, have a growing economy and um, large exports with everything we see that's made in fucking China. And, you know, uh, after seven years of fighting, I think 14,000 people have died and that's way too much, you know, lives taken away, whether it's civilian, military, uh, whatever it is. Too many people are losing their lives, and you know, um, Russia, like you know, has sought to keep the neighbor in its orbit since 1991, and it it, it the the conflict erupted in April 2014. That came a few weeks after Russia annexed uh, Ukraine's uh, Crimean Peninsula, and uh, following the ouster of Moscow-friendly president by a popular uprising in the capital of Kiev. And armed, rebel, armed rebels in the mostly Russian-speaking eastern region seized government buildings in the 
uh, and proclaimed um, People's Republics in the Donetsk and the uh, Luhansk regions, which are currently actually occupied by the Russians. And the Ukrainian military and volunteer battalions moved to put down the unrest. Um, I think this was around the time of the Arab Spring. So, um, and the, I don't know, but the Arab Spring is... It's also a controversial topic, but nah, nevertheless, let's move on. Um, the United States and the European Union, you know, imposed sanctions on Moscow and the Kremlin for, you know, the, its annexation of Crimea, which wasn't recognized by most of the world, and its support for the, you know, separatists, and the restrictions have halted the transfer of Western technology and blocked Russia's access to global capital markets. Russia, I mean, uh, like, you know, Russia fought back and retaliated by banning most Western, Western food imports. So um, the Kremlin has repeatedly vowed that no Western sanctions will ever force it to change its course on change its course on on Ukraine. So this is a fucking big deal, is it? It's it's it, Russia's Russia's. I think um, manhandling the Western world, and you know, after a series of defeats for Ukraine's uh, military, France and Germany helped broker a peace deal that was signed in February 2015 in Belarus, in Minsk, and the agreement was a diplomatic coup for Russia, obliging obliging Ukraine to grant broad autonomy to, uh, to the rebel regions and declare an amnesty for the rebels. I think it it, it, show, it that that move yeah from 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 the western from you know NATO the the NATO allies it, it showed I think from France and Germany that um they could be what they could be peacekeepers as you know Germany <laughs> with a bad reputation for uh, wars as well as France for colonization and etc etc so I think that um. The NATO troop, the, the you know the the U.S. and NATO say that the Russian troops concentration is the largest since uh, the 20, 2014 Russian Defense Minister um, uh, Shoigu said the buildup in the past three weeks was part of the readiness drills in response to what he described as threats from the NATO. So I think Russia Russia states that um you know that the what NATO allies are threatening it as well as you know um. Yeah, the the basically Russia mind games, mind games with Russia. Putin Putin knows what he can do. He knows what other people can't. He he he's very good at um I think identifying military issues and identifying weak points for Ukraine. And basically, let's speak about the U.S. role in this. The you know the United States have right the you know political, financial, and the military assistance to, to Ukraine. So it's conducted joint military drills and sent and regularly, you know, sent its ships to the Black Sea in a show of support. And you know, and in a call with Russian, like Joe Biden recently called um Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin, and he voiced concern over you know the Russian buildup near Ukraine and called and uh, called on Russia to de-escalate tensions. The White House and uh, said Biden emph- uh, emphasized the United States' unwavering commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial in- integrity. So basically, Biden came out and said Putin was a killer and he needed to pay to be fucking punished. 
So the Biden administration on recently raised the pressure on Russia, announcing an array of new sanctions and including a ban for U.S. financial institutions to buy, um, you know, Russian government bonds directly from the Russian state institutions. So Washington also ordered the expulsion of 10 Russian uh, diplomats and targeted six Russian companies, as well as uh, around 32 individuals uh, for trying to, uh, with sanctions for trying to interfere in last year's U.S. presidential, presidential election. So similar to 2016, the Russians, you know, tried to get, get, get some bullshit in America uh, on the elections. And, you know, uh, Russia, of course, after, you know, the Biden administration did, uh, like, I think Biden, he <laughs> he's trying to go for the frank Underwood role on Russia. He's trying to, uh, similar to what Underwood <laughs> went on uh, Petro, uh, Petrov, he's trying to undermine them and, you know, um, face-to-face, face-to-face conflict against Russia. And... Russia warned that it will respond with a series of retaliatory moves. So this is it's 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 threat to threat, threat to threat, for a back and forth from the USA and Russia when a poor country and a vulnerable country like Ukraine is suffering, basically suffering. So it 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 is a tough situation for Ukraine and for the United States as well as Russia. But I think Russia very well knows what it's doing, and America still yet to figure out what what possibilities are. And you know, there there has been a show of mess in the White House and from Biden. So I think that's where we stand currently. Okay, so um, that's it for the peace on uh, the war on peace. Uh, thank you for listening. This is your host Marwan Gibisi. Come back for more next episode where will we be talking about a very, very, very controversial topic, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict.